Okay, let's begin our discussion of Parsha Shlach, Tavshin Pei Gimel, uh, as we have the Parsha of the uh, Meraglim, um, the Parsha of Eretz Yisrael, the Parsha of Tzitzis, the Parsha of Chala, uh, the Parsha of Nesachim, so many things in, uh, in this week's Parsha. Let's uh, try to touch on a couple of ideas um, that we have uh, in front of us. Uh, we'll start off with the beginning. A thought that is, is said by others, but again, the question that the Gur Arye, the Maharal, asks is, so what happened with the Miraglim? Right? What exactly is, is um, you know, how we uh, understand uh, what their Kavanas were and what was Moshe's uh, acquiescence, how did Moshe agree, and what was Moshe telling him, uh, what was HaKadosh Baruch Hu telling him. So we have many Pshatim that we've seen throughout the years, the Ramban <laughs> and the... Uh, uh, starting with Rashi and the Ramban and uh, many other Pshatim. Uh, so let's see it through the eyes of the Gur Aryeh. The Gur Aryeh says what others have said also, but let's see how he says it um, in source number one. Venira Lafarish. So what exactly is uh, is um, is going on here? Shevadai. And again, when one studies the Miraglim, one has to study Parsha Shlach and Parsha's Dvarim. Because Dvarim is a, a review of the story. Right? All of Sefer Dvarim is a Mishnah Torah. It's a review. Um, so one, many of the Psukim uh, from Dvarim shed light on, on Bamidbar and, and vice versa. You have to read them in both, uh, with both in mind. Benir Lafari, Shavada Yisrael Bikshu Lishloach Maraglim. B'nai Yisrael wanted to say Maraglim, Sha'amru Lasurla Lanu Derech. That's Aramachar Nava Bahina. They wanted to send Latur. That's a normal thing. You're going to a strange land. You're going to a place that you've never been to. You want to check out to see what's expected. Klomar. Right, if you don't know, send messengers. That's not a lack. Don't rely on the nais. Right, do what you need to do. And what's amazing is that right after we finish the, the parsha of Shlach, what do we do? We read Sefer Yoshua. And Yoshua, and he says the Miraglim. If it's such a bad idea, then what's he sending the Miraglim for? And there it worked out. There it worked out. So years ago, we looked at the Malbim. The Malbim that talks about the differences between Moshe's Miraglim and Yoshua's Miraglim. They were 2 verses 12, and they were in public, and they were in private. But many differences. He picks up five differences, if I remember between the Pesukim. But obviously you see from there that sending spies, sending lookouts, is not such a terrible idea. And that's not something that would be a negative in the eyes of Hashem. What's bad about that? That's Hishtabus. The balance of Hishtabus. You want Hashem to save you? You gotta take the first step. What does Hashem say? Right, when, um, by Kriyas Yamsuf, Dabrel Bene Yisrovi Yiso, tell him to go. Right, you gotta do a little bit. Shemore Liosim Zrizim Bekiva Sha'aretz. Vachin Timsa Bepirish Bekasiv. Nishlacha Anashim. Sheblo Bikshu Latur Ha'aretz. Rak Be'ezitzan Yuchlo Lichbosh. Let's see where it's good to conquer. Shari Lo Amru Rakas Aderach Ashernale. Velo Zachu Klal. Hatova Imra'a Hechazaku Vachulu. So it started off all good. Or on the surface, it could have looked like all good. And now line 21. And they asked Hashem. They said, Moshe, ask Hashem. So is that a good idea? That's also a good idea. Right? You have like the Urbatumim, you have a Kaddish Baruch Hu. 
The problem was Hashem saw inside. Right? Hashem Yira Lelevav. On the outside, things looked good. Things look good. You, you can have something that looks good on the outside, but Hashem saw what was in their hearts. Shalohayazeh Bilvavam Raktoana. They were using this as an excuse. Vikavanasam Shalohayumaminim. Shaharitz Tova. Deep down, it wasn't just how, it was if. Right? Hashem would have been fine if it was just how. How should we go about it? They were sending if we should. And Hashem knew that. It wasn't a, it wasn't a when or a how, it was an if. Hashem told them it's gonna be fine. No, no, no. We'll decide. We'll decide. They didn't want to say that explicitly. Well, Moshe, we heard there are giants there, so we're going to decide whether we're going to go. No. They said, they didn't say their true intentions. So Moshe thinks it's all good. Right? Miraglim, great idea. So he says to Hashem, no. So we're going to send the Miraglim, okay? And then Hashem comes and answers him, Shlach, one word. Lecha. With that one word, Hashem tells Moshe, there's a problem here. That one word, Moshe's a human being. Moshe can't read minds. Moshe doesn't know what's inside. Hashem, you're a Hashem says the word, Lecha. Moshe's like, uh-oh. Now Moshe's tipped off. Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Shlach Lecha Ladai Techa. Ani Eni Mitzavah Lecha. Bottom line. Hey, Moshe, Moshe realizes. Moshe realizes the kavana. If it was all good, Hashem would have said, "Good, yeah, go this way, go that way." What does Hashem say? Do what you want. Do what you want. Do what I want. What do you mean? What you want, Hashem? No, no, no. He would have said that. But now, So now what does Moshe do? Now Moshe thinks to himself, what's my strategy? What's my strategy? You got to think back, Moshe, it wasn't so long ago when there were mobs of people that thought one way. Right? What happened to Chur? We know what happened to Chur. Aaron Akohen realizes you can't go against the people. So what does he do? So Aaron does what he does. Moshe wasn't there, but Moshe heard about it. So now you have the whole arm. They want a sense. So what's Moshe going to say? No, you can't. What are they going to do? Okay, we're not going. So what can Moshe do? He had to do the opposite. Based on Chazal. Based on Chazal. What did he say? Fine. Fine, go, send. It's fine with me. It's like the parent like the parent that says, do it and do it and do it and hoping that the child will then take the parent's word for it. Really? You let me do it? Okay, I don't have to do it. Why? When I have nothing to hide. When I have nothing to hide, sometimes that comes up in halacha. Right, the Gemara, the, the Mishnah is, and the Gemara talks about it in Bam Metziah. The Gemara talks about, if I'm supposed to, uh, I want to buy, uh, I want to buy an animal. So I say, okay, can I, can I take it for a test drive? 
So I said, yeah, take, you can take it for a test ride. You know, oh, can I take it on the mountains? Sure. Can I take it in the valleys? Sure. Can I take it in the rain? Sure. Can I do, I can do all that? You know what? I'll take it. If, if, if you let me do everything, then I try, and there must be that it's good. So Moshe said, yeah, go. Moshe had nothing to hide. So that's, that was his, his strategy. It wouldn't be good. I wouldn't say it. And that's what the Mashal Bahari quotes that Rashi. Rashi has that in the beginning of Dvarim. Beginning of Dvarim. And then it talks about the Tochachos, Vaita, Vadavar. Moshe acts like it's good. Because that's how he's trying to convince them. And obviously it didn't work. It didn't work, but, you know, Moshe did his best, and the rest is history. And we're still paying for it. But again, every Parsha Shlach, we have to be Masakin. What we did, we wouldn't have, we're not blaming anybody. It's our ancestors. It's our ancestors. Unless we're from Shevet Yehuda, right? Then it's not, uh, then we're, then we're okay. Or Shevet, uh, Ephraim. But in any case, that is the, um, that is the Gerarya, that is the Mahara. Good. So we continue. So on the way, Moshe knows though that it's a little, uh, once they say we're going, so Moshe knows he has two Talmidim. He has two Talmidim. Amongst them, of course, Yoshua and, uh, starting from the beginning, goes from the Ruach, Kalev and Yifuna. He has Yehushua and Kalev. Oh, we discussed years ago, right? Why is it that he only davins, Moshe only davins for Yehoshua? Moshe only davens for Yoshua. Right? That's the Rashi. Pasik Tezayin. Right? Vayikra Moshe Loshia binun Yehoshua. Moshe calls Hoshea Yehoshua. Even though he was Yehoshua already in Parshish Mishpatim. He was already Yehoshua. Yehoshua binun nar lo yamash bitocha ohel. Okay. Back in, uh, back in uh, Kisisa. Sorry. Vayikra Moshe Loshia. So his palelolov ka Hoshea chameyatas maraglim. Hashem should save you. Hashem should save you. Why do you only daven for Yoshua and not for Kalev? Why did Kalev go daven at Kever Avos and not Yoshua? That was a Chafetz Chaim we discussed uh, years ago. But that's not for now. But we're going to focus on a thought that we mentioned years ago, also from Rev Salvechik. But again, Rev Salvechik, most of what we have is not from him, it's from the Talmidim. Here you have it. It's the same idea we mentioned, I think, from the Nefesh Arav years ago. But here you see it from, in the Birchas Yitzchak for Rav Ganak Sefer. One of Rev Salvechik's gorgeous ideas here in Parshas um, in Parsha Shlach, specifically the Yud. Right, we know the Medrash tells us, right, Hoshea got the Yud added on, Yehoshua, Kohoshiecha Me'ata Samaraglim. And we know Chazal tells us, that the, the Medrash tells us that the Yud came from Sarah. The Yud came from Sarah. It was Sarai, and then the Yud left, and it became Sarah. The Chazal Megalim, Ki Ayud Nilkacha Mishmashal Sarah, Imenu, Kshinikra Kodem Lachain Sarai. Look at the Medrash. Amar of Shimon Bayochai. Yud shenatal HaKadosh Baruch Hu misarai. Hayatasu pareach lifnei kiso shel HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The little Yud. The little Yud was flying around in front of the Kisi HaKavid. Amar lefanav. Rebona shalolam. Bishvul shani ktana sheba osios. Hototani misaras hadekes. I'm so small. I'm just a little Yud. So I get you just, you erase me. You erase me. You say, no, I don't need you. Right? What, what are you going to, what, what about me? Hashem says, don't worry, I have a good spot for you. Right? 
I'm switching it. What does that mean? Zachar Nekeva, that's not for now. But um, I'm, you were at the end, I'm going to put you at the beginning. But what is the connection between Sarah and, 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 and Yehoshua? And the Yud and the Hey? What exactly is the message? Says Rev Salvechik on line 10. What does a yud do to a word? When I add a yud at the end of a word, what does that do? Right? Bayit beti. Right? Isha ishti. The yud makes it personal. The yud makes it private. Possessive. It hides it. Sarai, Sarai used to be just for Avraham. And now, Sarah, she becomes universal. She was a personal individual. Now she's become the mother, the mother of, of, the, of all nations. Well, Avraham also got the hay. Right? Sarai, Sarai gets hey, but she gets the yud taken away. Because the yud represents private and, and, um, smaller. Ula Sarah ha'asida, lios, me'ata, eshes, briso, shal avraham, av hamon gayim, hu anakaha os hey, she gets the hey hamara ala merchav shal ispashtus, vis rachvus, hashpato shal beis avraham. It changed to a hey, hey is open on both sides, right? Open to the world. A hay is open. Sarai was personal. The wife of Avraham, a personal individual, she becomes Sarah. She becomes the matriarch of humanity. The matriarch of humanity. Besides, obviously, Chava. And what about the Yud? The Yud is to Yoshua. Why? Because we want Yehoshua. Moshe wants Yoshua to be more private, to stay away. To not to be mushpa from the Miraglim. So Davka, there's no Yud by Sarah, because she becomes universal. There's a Yud by Yoshua, because he becomes more private. Okay. And another thought on Yehoshua. This one is new. So we have the names of the Nisim, Vayikra Moshe, Lehoshia, Benun, Yehoshua. Says the Targum Yonasem Ben Uziel. Beginning of source number three. Targum Yonasem Ben Uziel. Vikadi, again, Targum Yonasem Ben Uziel, we assume, was not written by Yonasem Ben Uziel. Yonasem Ben Uziel was a Tana. The Gemara tells us in Meseches Megillah that he wrote a, a Targum for Nevi'im. He was going to write a talk for Ksuvim, but there were certain hidden things that weren't supposed, wasn't supposed to be revealed. And he didn't write a, a, a he didn't write a targum on the Torah. So it's a targum. It's an old targum. Uh, not Yerushalayim and Uziel, but we call it targum Yerushalayim and Uziel. So it says there, Kadei Chama Moshe An Visanuse. When Moshe saw Yoshua's humility, Kara Moshe Loshea Benun Yoshua. So he translates it by Yikra Moshe. It doesn't say that in the Pesukim. doesn't say that in the Pesukim. Anything about his Anava. Right? Who's, who's called an Anava in the Torah? Moshe. So I guess he knows, he knows Anava when he sees it. So when he sees the humility of Yoshua, he calls him Yehoshua. So what does humility have to do with changing his name and davening for him? Because he's humble, he davens for him. But Tzarek Lahav and Esther Yosef. 
Kavanas hatargum. Shenireh, it appears, the biglal shahaya anav lakakarashmo Yehoshua. Question one, how does anava create the need for tefillah? Because Yehoshua was an anav, so there has to be tefillah. Number one. And the Gemara says also in Sota that Rashi quotes, but Mashakara Yoshua, what did we just say? Moshe David for him, so he wouldn't be caught up in the Eitzah, he wouldn't be caught up in the Hashpa of the Meraglim. Is that two different reasons? Why did he daven for him? So he doesn't get caught up in the Meraglim, and he's an Anav. Two different reasons. How do they fit together? Right? What, what's two different ideas? What is the connection between these two? Says the Ber Yosef. If you think about it, why should Yoshua want to take part in the Miraglim? Why did the Miraglim not want to go in? Many pshatim, but many quote the Zohar. There's a Zohar. The Zohar tells us, he quotes it here. The Zohar says, you know why they didn't want to go in? Because the Nisim saw in the future they were going to lose their positions when they go in. They were going to lose their positions. Everybody was going to go, Ishtachas Gafno, Ishtachas Tenaso, they're going to live wherever they want. They're going to be, what do you need a Nasi for? They were all the heads of the nations. But they all, it was Lashon Hara. Why? Why'd they take the Lashon Hara? If we go into the land of Israel, we're not going to be Nisim anymore. He's going to appoint new heads. Because we were Zochet to be the heads in the Midbar. But who's that? There's going to be another vote. Right? Term limits. Right? We're not going to be able to continue our job. So why did they want to go in? Because they were going to lose their jobs. They saw They obviously had Ruach HaKodesh. They saw into the future. So they saw they were on a high level. They saw they would be removed. So they were going to convince all of Kla Yisrael. Unbelievable. Right? The, 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 the covid. They wanted the covid according to this. They were motzi as kala kala amina olam because of the cover that they wanted according to the Zohar. And what about Yoshua? What happened in last week's parsha? Last week's parsha, Eldad and Medad. What were Eldad and Medad saying? Moshe is going to die, and Yoshua is going to take them into Eretz Yisrael. So there's no chash that Yeshua is going to go along with them. It's just the opposite. Yeshua wants to go in. Do you want to be a leader? They don't want to go in because they want to keep their leadership. Yeshua says, well, I'm going, to, I'm going to be the leader when I go in. So there's nothing to worry about. 
So really, Moshe wouldn't have to, wouldn't have to daven for him. Ulam Yoshua, line 11. Harishama, my elder who made Dachinist Nabu Machane. Moshe Mace, Yoshua, Machlis, as Yisrael Aretz. Kimavur, Bechazal, like Rashi said in last week's Parsha. Imkain, Hoysa Dasno, Senes, Shein, Shum, Makam, Lachshobi Yoshua. She has Kim Matsa Sharnavim. No worries. Yeshua, what? They, they're not going to want to go in because they don't want to lose their jobs. I'm not going to lose my job. I'm going to get my job. So there's no, there's no issue. Mashiach Kim Yoshua, she is Nabu Alav, Shehu Yihiyem Manhigam, Shel Yisrael, Be'eretz, Bimaka Moshe, Vehu Yachni Yisim, Ken Adarabah, line 21. Bevade Shemishum Kach, Lo Yimitzas and Shomaraglim. Moshe's good. He's not going to take part because he's not in that mindset. He'll see how great the land is. So they want to go in. What's the problem? What happened last week? What happened when, when, when Yeshua heard that Nevuah? What did he do? He got really angry. And what did he say? Moshe, claim! Right? What do you... His Anava. Because of his Anava. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I don't want to be the leader. Moshe's the leader. I do not want to be the leader. Right? So therefore, Moshe, Moshe, you have to take care of them. Moshe says, what do you mean? Hamakani Atoli, right? Halavai, they should all be, they should all be, uh, prophets. They should all be Nevi'im. So, so what does Moshe realize from that story? Because of Yeshua's Anava, he's not gonna wanna go in, cause he doesn't want me to be the leader. He doesn't want, I'm sorry, he does he wants me to be the leader, he doesn't want to take the leadership. So the other Nassim are gonna not wanna, aren't, aren't gonna wanna go in because they don't wanna lose their leadership. Yoshua is not gonna wanna go in because he's not gonna wanna get the leadership. And he wants me to stay the leader. So, his anava, his anava is the reason that Moshe had a daven for him. Because, because of his anava, and he rejected the nevuah of Moshe Mace, the Yeshua Machnisim La'aretz, because of that, Moshe has to daven for him, because maybe he's going to get pulled with the eights of the Maragna. Kivan, line 27. Let's read that inside. Kivan Shara Moshe, Yeshua, because Moshe saw his Anava, when he saw and he heard the Nevua last week, he was so bitter. Moshe, you gotta take care of them. And Moshe, Yeshua was even punished for that. He can't paskin in front of Moshe Rabbeinu. So it's basically the same reason. Why did he daven for him? Because of his nevuah and because he didn't want him to be taken and swept up with the Eitzah of the Meraglim. It's all the same idea. All the same idea. Amazing creativity. He's going to go with them, and therefore it's going to be a problem. And that's why I need to daven for him in this in this case. Okay. Moving right along. So they come back. They come back and they start giving an evil report. Start giving an evil report. And what do they say? They say, we can't do it, and they're too strong. The cities are huge. 
and they're fortified. We saw the giants, Amalek. Just say the word Amalek and it terrifies Am Yisrael. They know Amalek. Amalek's there. Amalek's there. Just terrify them. And Chiti Yevusi Amor Yoshebar Vakanani Vayas Kolev Esamel Moshe Kolev silences them. We spoke about that in the past. Ben Amram, right? The Rashi says, Although Nala VeYirashnu Osak Yachol Nuchah, we could do it. Don't worry about it. Vaan Hashem Asher Alu Imo Amru Lo Nuchal Alotel Am. We can't. We can't. Ki Chazak Hu Minen Menu. Ki Chazak Hu Minenu. What does Minenu mean? Mimenu has two translations. The word Mimenu can mean us. Right? Mimenu. Right? They, they're, they're stronger than us. But also Mimenu can mean from him. From him. Rashi. Rashi according to the Gemara in Sota. Kaviyacho klape mala umru. Kaviyacho, they said. Right? They're stronger than him. Capital H. Maybe they weren't capitalizing it. That was the problem. Says the Tosefis Bracha. Tosefis Bracha is the, is the uh, Torah Tamima. In his Sefer, right, Torah Tamima uh, is where he brings all of the Gemaras and the Torah Shabal Peh on the bottom. And the Tosefis Bracha, his name was Barach Halevi Epstein. It's Tosefis. Tosefis to his Sefer, Torah Tamima, the Tosefis Bracha. Here he talks more about words and uh, not so many varts, not so many different Torah, but he focuses also on, um, you know, it's a more scholarly kind of, uh, kind of work. Okay, Talmud Masechah so he quotes Ki Chazakum Imenu quotes Rashi quotes it's Kaviyachol Gamei Hashem Atzmo Ubiyeroze Amru and they were saying Al Tikra Imenu Ela Imenu Vahabiyorhu Ki Hamila Imenu Efsher Lavin Kimo Meitanu it can mean from us Ukimo Meito or from him Vahamar Al Tikra Imenu B'muvani Meitanu Ela B'muvani Meito don't understand it as from us but from him Valoshon Al Tikra Eino muvan, mi muvan shinui hakriya, right? It's not because you read it in a different way. The reading is the same. Ach mi muvan ha'avana, how are you supposed to understand it? Fine. After Tatevis Bracha, what tipped off Chazal to darshan it like this? How'd they know? It could mean us, that's the Pashup shot. They're stronger than us. Ach lo nizbayer, madachku lahadoresh, Kavana Ayuma Such a heretical kfira, right? They're stronger than Hashem. What pushed them? What pushed them? Venira Habiur, he says as follows: Mishum If you just read the psukim, if you just read the psukim in Parsha Shlach, what did the psukim say? Basically. We're scared. We're scared. They're big. They're big cities. They're giants. We're little. Right? We're like grasshoppers. We'll get to that soon. Be'ez Hashem in a couple of minutes. But if you read, just read the words, Lo matzinu bechlal bahartzoas hamaraglim al dvar tchunas haaretz kol dover mafli leiv. You don't see anything so terrible. So terrible. Ki hein betzeisam pakad moshalein liros Moshe said, go tell me what you find. They reported back what they saw. They saw a lot of people dying. They saw, they, they reported back what they saw. Moshe asked them to look around. They came back and gave a, a, a report. Maybe it was skewed in how it affected them. 
They're very strong. It's very scary. That's what Moshe told them to do. Right? What did Moshe say? They weren't going to lie. They just said what they saw. So what's all the rash? What was so terrible? Just read the psukim. So Chazal had to read the psukim and say what was so terrible. There has to be something terrible here, because this maraglim caused such tragedy. They read the psukim with a fine tooth comb. Where do we see? Where do we see such depth to the sin? So Amze Omdu Chazal Lakar Adaver May Raash Chatasam Vezodon Libam the Omdu they found it Mimenu they found the word and once you say Mimenu means Mimenu from him the whole story takes on another understanding once you say Mimenu means from him then you realize that everything is based on that Kfira but Amram Ki Chazaku Mimenu. Chazal searched and they found. And now, once you have that mimenu, then it colors everything else. Everything else is seen in a different light. And then he continues and says, and maybe there's something else that drove them. That from context... Let me add, and this is classic Tosefes Bracha. Again, the wording and the grammar. Ki below yisod, ki lo below yisod, shinu chazalas amuvan, b'milas bimenu menem eitonel meito. Let me explain. Yaan, ki apu muvan meitonu, ein ze erech shaveh, ligvuras ha'anakim, ligvuras Yisrael. To compare two things, they have to be somewhat in the same world. Apples and oranges. They're both fruit. You can't compare apples and trucks. What's apples and trucks? That's apples and their truck. Apples and oranges, trucks and buses. Right? You could put things in the same sentence if they have something to do with each other. Right? You could do that. Right? Tenth grader and eighth grader. You don't say eleventh grader and second grader. They're, they're so far. So we're comparing the giants, the giants in Eretz Yisrael, and the Jews. We just came out of Mitzrayim. We're a bunch of freed slaves. They're stronger than us. Ha! Huh? Really? To compare us to them, the Pashupshad, it, it doesn't make any sense that they would compare that. Chazaka, they're stronger than us? Really? How many swords do you have? How much military do you have? None! Right, so it's not even right. It's not even Rabim Miyan Miatim. It's 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 even more. The Ein Beneim called Mashal Vedimyon. Fein Be'erch Shdeik So this is based on the logical context. That's what drove them. Kikamo Shalo Shayach Lomar. Just like it's not Shayach to say Shaharivan Amer Yoter Chazakim Irachal VeKispa. The lion is stronger than the sheep. What do you mean? The lion is a lion and the sheep is a sheep. Oh, ki ish ben shloshim lekoach yoter miyeled ben chamesh shanim. 
a 30-year-old and a 5-year-old. You don't, they're not in the same world. You can't compare them. That gvura. You're comparing Am Yisrael. The free, they're not even a nation. You're comparing them? So Chazal say it can't be comparing them to us. So it must be, this was the only other choice to him. Comparing the giants to him. And that's why. Line 34. That's why Chazal say, So it's A, looking for it, and B, they found it based on the context as well. Okay. So we continue, and B'nai Yisrael came back. We come back, um, of course, on Tishavav. Right, one of the five tragedies on Tishavav, the earliest, the first tragedy that happens on Tishavav is Chaita Meraglam. Chaita Egel was on Shavasa Batamuz, Chaita Meraglam. And the Gemara tells us, and the Medrash tells us, beginning of source number five, the Medrash tells us, Fatisa Kolei David was Kolam, Amar Yochanan, Oso Hayom, Lel Tishabav Haya. It was Tishabav when they came back. Amar Akadish Baruchu, Atem Bechisem Bechiyashal Chinam, Aniyekva Lachem Biyachiladorus. You cried for nothing. I'll give you something to cry about. Remember a couple of weeks ago? A couple of weeks ago we discussed, Pasha's Nasso, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago we spoke about an, a, a, a beautiful thought about appreciating what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you're satiated with what I give you? You have Sevilla? Then I'm, I, I have Sevilla with what you give to me. But here, we didn't have any Sevilla. Right? We wanted. Right? We don't want this. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, you're going to cry? I'll give you something to cry about. So what's the connection between Chetam Araglim and Tishabav and of course Churban Beis Hamikdash? What is the connection between those events? It says the Zerashimshon, and we are all Zerashimshon. Remember, because he didn't have progeny, so whenever those who learn his Torah is the Zera of Shimshon, and we should all have the brachas of the schoolos that come out of the Zerashimshon. Lahavin Kesher Inyan Avon in Churban Habayis Nakdim Apasik. There's a pasuk in Yirmiyahu. Ki Allah Maves Bechaloneinu. Death has come into our windows, into our palaces. And it affects everybody, even the young. Let's think about it. What's with the windows? What is Yermio saying that there's death in the windows? So he quotes the Sefer Tufa Aretz. I don't know who that is. Say it quotes the Sefer Tufa Aretz. Yesh lamala chalon echad mechuvan keneged beis hamikdash. There's a beis hamikdash lamala, right? Remember, one of the seven things created before the world was created was the beis hamikdash. There's a beis hamikdash and there's a window, so to speak, in Shemayim, and there's bracha and shefa and satiation and all good things that come to the world through that window. There's a window in Shemayim, and Hashem sends all the bracha. Right, based on all the tefillos go through the base of Megdash, all the bracha come through there. Kulotachas achalon. Oh, base of Megdash, kulotachas achalon. Hahu. Ukshahaya hashefa yoreid mi lamala derech tsinor. 
Malchus. As we know, the Gemara tells us, all bracha from the world starts in the Besamigdash, Yerushalayim, Eretz Yisrael, the rest of the world. But it starts up in Shemayim. So there's like a, a shoot. There's an open shoot. Hashem throws the bracha down. When I was growing up, we had in our main floor, I grew up in Farakaway, so there was a shoot. So you could put things in the shoot and it flies down to the basement. Lies at the basement. So there's a shoot in Shamayim. Hashem takes a bracha and simcha and nachas and throws it down. And it comes to the world and spreads out. We continue. Little by little, our sins close the window. And it started closing and closing and closing. Ad... Until the Churban. What happened on Tisha B'av? The window closed totally. No more Shefa. The Lashon Hara created this blockage. Right? This blockage in the window. Niskar kulo v'nifsaka shefa v'nech That's the Sefer Tova Aretz. About the window that's closed. Oh. Says the Zerashim show now, that's the window in Yirmiyahu. Allah death doesn't only mean death, but it means death of, of productivity, death of simcha, and bracha, and nachas. talking at the Khurban. What was the Khurban? Right? There was, okay, it was the big three, and then it was Senaschinam, but Lashon Hara was throughout. Was throughout. Vinoda Adam Right, the clarity of Torah, the connection we had to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, spiritual life—that's what it meant by death—came into the window because there was a break, there was a mechitza, there was a mechitza shabbat that was created on Tisha B'av, and that's exactly maybe it even started earlier. Not only when we said lashon hara about each other and caused blockage, early, earlier lashon hara about Eretz Yisrael, when the Meraglim came back. It was already decreed that that window was going to close. It was already decreed that B'nai Yisrael weren't going to be able to do tshuva or Hashem foresaw. That's a month and a day of, of, uh, of tragedy. But that's, that's what's, that's what uh, is alluded to and that's what we, we need to fix. To get the window open for Mashiach to come. What do we need for Mashiach to come? We got to pry open the window. How do you pry open the window? Avas Yisrael. Chesed, Tefillah, a little bit, a little bit more, a little. You just got to get the window open. Once we get the window open, right? Sometimes we get it open and then it closes. So we get over then it closes, depending how we're doing. We just got to push that window open. And in that way, it will be the Geula will come. Okay, two more, two more thoughts. Let's squeeze it in. I think also we've spoken about this in the past, but what happens? So they, they came back with a, one more thought on the Miraglim and then we'll have a thought on a Pasuk at the, uh, at the end of the Parsha. Says the... Says the... Um, says the uh, Torah. But you see, Dibas Haaretz is the Torah of Saul, B'nai Yisrael Emar. Haaretz is the Torah of Saul, it's Eretz Ochelas Yosheveha. B'sham Ra'inu Hanefilim. 
B'nei Anach bin Hanafilim, we saw the giants, Banihi Be'ineinu Kachagavim, and we were like Chagavim, we were like grasshoppers, in our eyes, Chagavim, V'chein Hayinu Be'ineihem, and we were in their eyes too. We were grasshoppers in our eyes, and we were also that in their eyes. What's the double asha? In their eyes, in our eyes, first in our eyes, then in their eyes. So Rashi quotes that they heard, they heard because they were busy going to their levayas, but then he said, oh, there's some grasshoppers that look like people. Right? They, 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 they overheard them. They overheard them. That's the Pashab shot. Right? That uh, we felt like grasshoppers, we were tiny, and then also we knew in their eyes because we overheard it. But some of the Bali Musar, the Katskarebi, Source number seven says, no, there's a process here. There's a tahalich. If we think we're grasshoppers, then that's what we're going to be. And the whole world's going to think that we're grasshoppers too. The first step is not to think of yourself as a grasshopper. Because if I don't believe in myself, then I'm not going to be able to accomplish. Mikan roem es hashpoas machsheves ha'adam al-atzmo. Letov v'lamutav. If you think you're a grasshopper, you'll be to the rest of the world. You'll be a grasshopper. You'll be a grasshopper. It's all about expectations. It's all about how we look at ourselves. It's all about how we look at ourselves. And then he quotes, at a wedding... You say great things about the chasun and the kala. Kala nova chasuda, gorgeous, amazing, beautiful. Remember the Gemara, machlokes beishar beisilel. Beisol says you say it. Okay, it's okay. Kala nova chasuda. Such great things. Why? Because you want to give the chasun and the kala such such confidence and such bitachon atzmit and, and belief in themselves because they're starting the rest of their life. So you keep saying only good things, only good things. You have to know what you have, right? Like the family Rabbi Tzadok, just like there's a mitzvah of belief in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so too there's a mitzvah to believe in yourself. But that's right, they didn't believe in themselves. They didn't believe. We're grasshoppers! So they, they, they were thought of as grasshoppers. Rabbi Akiva, he quotes here in the in the Sefer Lasani Besanugim, which is a compilation. Rabbi Akiva said, it's all for, because of my wife. Why it's all because of my wife? Because she believed. Because she believed in him. He didn't believe in himself. He didn't even know what he was, what he was, the potential that he had. Right? 40 years old, he didn't know how to read. He didn't know how to write. Ketzad Etzliach Lafoch Laroshi Shiva Vatana Kadosh. How did he? How did he make it? How did he succeed? Because he had somebody who believed in him. He had somebody who said you could do it. He had somebody. How many stories do we know of children who have difficulties and challenges, and 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 school is not for them? And later on in life, and they look back and they succeeded in whatever they did succeed. They look back and say it's only because my parents believed in me. It's only because I had somebody who who, who knew that I could do it. Who knew that I could do it? And that's what this Pasuk is about. This Pasuk is the opposite, right? You can't tell, we can't tell ourselves or anybody else that they're grasshoppers because that's what they'll be. Then they'll be grasshoppers. You have to tell them they're great. To tell them they're great and they can accomplish a lot. There's another story about Rav Natsin which we're not going to read because I want to 
have time to end off with the Arachayim HaKadosh. In the last source, in source number nine. Let's see how the mind of one of our great Mepharshim works. What the Pasuk tells us, towards the end now of the Parsha, Pasuk tells us, we have the tragic story of the Mikoshesh. The Mikoshesh. Somebody's Mechal Shabbos. And he was being What does Mekoshesh mean? I don't know. Hard word to translate. Which malacha was he doing? Machlokas in the Gemara. Some say Mekoshesh, he carried. He carried Daladamas in Rosh Some say he gathered. Ma'amer. He gathered. So I'm saying Kotzer, he cut. He did one of the malachas. Ask the Yerachayim HaKadosh, what does the first phrase teach us? Vayu b'nei Yisrael b'amidbar. They were in the midbar. And then there was the Mekoshesh. We know they were in the midbar. Where else were they? Right? We know they were still stuck there. We just had the Meraglim. Vayu b'amidbar. Says the Yerachayim HaKadosh, that word b'amidbar, that phrase, is the basis for all the shitas in the Gemara. Why? The Yisbara Masha Amru, number one. Amr Vila Mashmu Makoshish Maiba Daladamas Bishar Rabbi Maybis Maira Daladamas. But one second, what's we're not going to do all of it inside, but what's the definition of a Rishus Harabim? The Gemara says, sixteen amos wide, doesn't have a roof. But there's a sheet of Rashi. Rashi says, six hundred thousand. Six hundred thousand that passed every day, that that trap. However, without getting into the details of Hilchas Erevin, 600,000, Machlokas Rishonim, two days in the Shulchan Arach. Where does he get that from? The Midbar. The Midbar. The Malachas were in the Midbar. 600,000. Says the Arachayim HaKadosh. B'nai Yisrael were in the Midbar. That's why it was a Rishus Harabim, and that's why Makoshesh was an Isidar Isa. And he violated. Line 11. He's about to say the, the sin of the Makoshish, which was carrying Daladamas in Rishus Harabim. First it says, B'nai Yisrael were in the Midbar. Because the Midbar otherwise wouldn't have been in Rishus Harabim. Number one. Number two, what about the other Shitos? The Rambam, other Rishonim, don't say you need 600,000. So let's think about the other opinions for a moment. What was the other opinion? Tolesh, Kotzer, he cut the, he cut the grass. He cut something from the, from the ground. What was growing in the midbar? Nothing grows in the midbar. Nothing grows in the desert. So where did the Makoshish, what, a cactus? But nothing was growing. B'nai Yisrael were in the midbar. And what happened when B'nai Yisrael in the Midbar? Chazal tell us that the Be'er, Miriam's water, made an oasis. And things grew. And there were trees. And there were flowers. And there were fruit. B'nai Yisrael were in the Midbar. That's the Mekoshesh. And that's why they was able to do some cutting. Only because B'nai Yisrael were in the Midbar. And the Ma'amer also. Ma'amer. Only, right, the Malach is only B'makam Gidulo. Where it grows. Gathering books on the floor is not the Malach of gathering. Gathering apples out by the apple tree. So by each of the opinions, it's only because Vayu B'nei Yisrael by Midbar. They were in the Midbar, and that's the basis for the Halacha.
The Archaim HaKadr sees this Pasuk as the basis. He, our great Mepharshim reaps Sukkim on a different level. They're on a different wavelength. They can read a Pasuk that this Pasuk is not darshaned in the Gemara. He reads the Gemara, he reads the Pasuk, and he says the Pasuk is the basis for the Gemara. Godless, so many levels of interpretation of every Pasuk in the Chumash. Okay, well, at this time here, Parsha Shlach, we should all be, mis- be mezakeh and uh, deepen our connection with Eretz Yisrael as a tikkun for the chait of the Miraglim.